Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Beck Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello, and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club podcast. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about anxiety. And as this podcast episode goes out, I will hopefully be in Warwick, about to give my first ever TEDx talk. So to say I'm feeling anxious at the moment is a little bit of an understatement. Um, I'm getting all of the symptoms of anxiety, the sweaty palms, the racing heart, and I'm not even in the right town yet. So (laughs) I can't imagine how I'm going to feel when I actually get up on that stage. And what I wanted to do today was kind of talk about how we can use mindfulness when it comes to anxiety to help us kind of relieve ourselves of some of those symptoms both to help you and to help me actually at the moment. These are methods that I use quite often um, and I kind of just wanted to remind myself of them before I'm backstage uh, feeling like I'm about to have a heart attack. Um, So this podcast episode is for you as much as it is for me. Now I'd like to preface this by saying that anxiety isn't all bad. And what I mean by that is if we had no fear, no anxiety whatsoever, we'd probably cross the road without looking and put ourselves into all sorts of um, kind of dangerous situations. So anxiety is something that we've developed as humans to keep us safe. And it is something that we do need in small doses. But obviously, anxiety can turn into a bigger problem when it's not just, you know, should I cross the road yet, Um, when actually we're getting anxious about lots of other things. And of course, getting anxious because you're about to get up and speak on stage is quite normal. Um, But I get anxious about pretty much everything. And I think I have done for years, I think back to my school days and when I was probably not the best behaved kid in school and always trying to be the joker, the class joker. And actually, I think that was a form of anxiety where I kind of wanted to play around and hide who I was really. So anxiety can manifest itself in lots of different ways. Um, Some people have social anxiety, and are worried that they might come across as quite rude because, you know, they're kind of in their own heads and overanalyzing everything they've ever said to anyone. And then they're worried like, oh, I wasn't listening. You know, am I coming across as really rude? I know that's something that I've experienced where I just think I have no idea what you've just said because I was just worried about my shoes or the way that I'm standing or am I walking right? <laughs> my legs feel like jelly and I can't keep up with whatever it is you're saying and, and now I seem like I'm being really rude um, when actually I'm just stuck in my own head. So anxiety can come across in so many different ways. It's not just 
sitting in the corner, kind of sweaty palms, racing heart. It can show in in many different ways. And I think, you know, being mindful of that um, is really, really important. And as I said, I've experienced anxiety for a, a huge part of my life. I actually used to have agoraphobia. It's quite an extreme anxiety. Um, you know, it's it's a fear. It was um, a fear of leaving the house. So that's anxiety, um, you know, in, in a, an irrational fear, basically, is a phobia. So I've been through various di- different types of therapy for different types of anxiety. And what I wanted to do in this episode is bring together some of the things that I've learned that really help me when I want to feel less anxious and tie those in with our mindfulness month that we're doing at the moment. So each of these are little mindful techniques that you can use the next time you start feeling anxious. So the first one is probably the quickest and easiest to do and one of my favorites as well because it is so quick and easy. What I like to do is a little grounding exercise where I basically feel whatever part of my body is on the floor, I really connect with that. So you can do this standing up, sitting down, lying down, it doesn't matter as long as part of your body is connected to the ground. However you want to be, standing, sitting, lying down, really feeling the ground beneath you. And this is a great grounding exercise. It's great for anchoring ourselves. And it's perfect for when you're in a situation where you can't just run off and meditate or, you know, do some of the other methods that I might talk about in a a bit. But really focusing on the connection that your part of the body has to the ground. So perhaps I'm standing up and I'm really focusing on my feet touching the ground and how that feels and feeling really connected to that. Or maybe I'm sitting on the floor and I'm connected with my bum. So really feeling that pressing into the ground and connecting with that. And some people might like to do this lying down. You know, if you're alone in the office, you might want to lie down on the floor. Uh, Probably wouldn't do it around a lot of people, but you may want to lie your whole body on the ground and really feel every part of it that's connected. So, you know, your back, your shoulders, your head, if you put your um, bend your knees, then feeling your feet on the ground as well, and just spending a few minutes quite literally grounding and feeling that connection between the soles of your feet or your back or your head or whatever it is that's on the ground, really feeling that connection. And I think this is just a great little mindful moment, bringing our attention and our awareness to the feeling of the ground without having to do anything particularly special. You know, we don't have to move. We don't have to do anything. We're just focusing on right here, right now, my connection, my feet on the ground. So that's the first one. And I think that's probably the one that I'm going to use just before I get up on stage. 
because it's the easiest to do. I probably won't lie down on the ground. Um, I will just feel my feet connected to the ground beneath me. So the second one is um, another favorite of mine, and this is a CBT method called the STOP method, and that's a double P at the end, so S-T-O-P-P. And this is one that I've kind of used time and time again. Um, I learned it when I had agoraphobia, and now I use it for pretty much any anxious moment that I have. And you can also use it when you have any other kind of extreme emotion. So if you're getting really angry about something or really sad about something, you can use the STOP method as well. So the STOP method is as follows. The S stands for stop. So stop what you're doing. Just stop. Just stop everything. The T is take a step back. Now, I really like taking a physical step back here because I feel like it just preps my mind and my body that we're about to go through this method. So becoming more aware and more mindful, and it's become a bit of a kind of like a ritual for me. So I stop and I take a physical step back. If you can't take a physical step back, then it's just metaphorical, you know, taking a step back from the situation. Okay. And then O is observe. So you're observing the situation that you're in right now. You're bringing your awareness to the present moment. And for me, before I get up on stage, I might just be observing, you know, I'm backstage. I'm about to give this talk. Uh, this is where I am right now. With this, you can also observe any thoughts, feelings, emotions, physical sensations, Really pay attention to all of your senses and observe everything that is going on around you. Okay, and then the first P is perspective. So you've stopped, you've taken a step back, you've observed the situation that you're in, and now you're going to put it in perspective. So it's really kind of challenging those anxious thoughts, really thinking, you know, putting this into perspective am I going to die on stage? Probably not, even though it feels like it. You know, am I going to throw up over everyone on stage? Probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> but these will be all of the anxious thoughts that are going around in my head. So it's all about getting perspective on those thoughts. You know, I'm here. I'm about to talk in front of a few hundred people. Actually, I do this regularly. You know, I do video lessons in front of hundreds of the anti-burnout club members or lives or these podcasts, you know, this is nothing new. It's okay. I'm safe. It's a well-organized event. This is the perspective, getting the perspective around it. So really think and challenge those anxious thoughts and put them into perspective. And then the second P changes depending on who you talk to or what method you're following. The P I would probably use in this situation is plan. So how am I going to move forward from this situation? I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm going to get up on that stage. I'm going to give the best talk of my life. I'm going to celebrate afterwards with all of my loved ones that are coming. And that is my plan. And I'm not going to die on stage. <laughs> So the other P, it might be practice. So actually the stop method is really, really good if you keep practicing this, even when you're not in anxious moments and you don't need it, but actually just practicing it 
to check in with your thoughts, feelings and emotions, maybe while making a cup of tea. Um, so practice is another P that you might want to consider. But I think for this scenario, plan, how am I going to move forward from this situation? I've put my anxious thoughts into perspective. Now let's move forward. Okay, so the third method that I've got for you here is a body scan. So this is a very quick um, mindfulness technique that you've probably done. Uh, if you've ever done any kind of meditation, then you may have already done a body scan. But it's not something that you necessarily have to plug headphones in, find a guided meditation, go through that. Um, you can, on the spot, go through a quick body scan as a way of checking in with yourself, of bringing your attention back to the present moment, which is what mindfulness is all about. And really just feeling the sensations in your body and feeling more connected. So very simply, you want to imagine that you're scanning all the way down your body from the top of your head, down through your head, down your neck, down your shoulders, down each arm, keep going. You can go as slowly as you'd like to, as slowly as you have time for. And as you're going through, notice anything that comes up, you know, or oh, perhaps I've got a little bit of a headache um, or my shoulders feel a bit stiff. I need to kind of roll my shoulders or I'm clenching my jaw. That's something that we often do a lot. I need to relax my jaw or perhaps I'm breathing um, really fast. I need to kind of slow my breathing. So scan all the way down your body, really being mindful of the different sensations that you can feel and bringing your attention to them. And that kind of gets us out of that loop of anxiety where we're thinking about, you know, potentially falling over in front of everyone or, or whatever else, just focusing on our bodies, on the present moment and how we feel. Now, the other thing that you may want to do with this, and this is method number four, is something called emotional labeling. So studies have shown that naming your emotions can release their grip over you and it can reduce this kind of anxious feeling and this distress that comes with it. So it gives you this way of releasing that anxiety simply by naming it. Now, this doesn't work for everyone. And I don't want you to think, you know, I can just stand there and go, I'm anxious. Oh, great. You know, that's it's not doing anything. So it might be that you want to do this in a body scan. It might be that this takes a little bit of practice, but really acknowledging your feelings rather than trying to dismiss them or push them down. This can really help with your emotional reactivity going forwards and it can improve your overall mental health, your mental well-being by practicing this emotional labeling. So as you're going through your body scan, or if you want to do emotional labeling separately, you simply want to bring attention and awareness to how you're feeling right now. So I feel anxious. I feel panicky. I feel fearful. I feel worried. And we're kind of letting go of the power that those emotions have over us because we're just saying them. They're just there. You know, they're not these huge, horrible monsters, although it can very much feel like it at the time, 
These are just emotions, just like we feel any other emotion, just like we feel happiness, just like we feel sadness. It's an emotion. So emotional labeling can be a really, really good method to just get control of the situation and to bring your awareness again to how you're feeling without any judgment and without letting it take over. So I am anxious. I am fearful. I am excited, actually. You know, you you may start to feel that there are other emotions there that you can label and really think about as well. So I think that's a big one for me is that I sometimes get confused between what is anxiety, you know, the butterflies that you get from anxiety and what is excitement. You know, I'm about to get on stage and give this amazing talk. This is so exciting. Um, And there can be that kind of crossover between anxiety and excitement. So really think about how you can label your emotions and be more mindful of how you're feeling, bringing your awareness to those. And finally, the fifth method that I have for you is conscious breathing or any kind of breath work. Now, breathing just does some incredible things for us and most of us don't breathe correctly. We have some amazing breathwork lessons on the Anti-Burnout Club that have taught me so much about how badly I breathed before. Um, But with conscious breathing, it can activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is your rest and digest system. This can really, really help with anxiety. And I think that actually conscious breathing has probably made the biggest difference to me in terms of my anxiety. And conscious breathing can be done in little mindful moments. It can be done in meditation. It can be done, um, you know, via breath work. It's really just bringing your awareness to your breath. And there are lots of different breathing patterns that you can then use to help you bring your awareness to the breath. So I would say probably one of the easiest to remember and one of the most popular is the box breathing technique. So this is where you breathe in, counting to four very slowly. You kind of want to feel the air entering your lungs really nice, big, deep breath. Then you're going to hold it for four seconds, slowly exhale through your mouth for four seconds, and then repeat it for another three times. So you're going to do four by four by four, four times, and that's box breathing. Another thing that you may actually want to try is to just actually lengthen your exhale. So exhaling is linked to the parasympathetic nervous system which is a system that can help us relax and calm down. And by lengthening your exhale, it can actually calm us down better than just trying to take big, deep in-breaths. And actually taking too many of these breaths really quickly can make you feel like you're panicking. Um, And I know that can be a trigger for some people in breath work and stuff. So instead of focusing on these big, deep breaths in, actually focus on how you can exhale for longer and really push all of the air out of your lungs. So yes, take a a nice deep breath in, but then try and exhale for longer than you've breathed in. So you could do this for a count of five on the inhale and then a count of seven or eight for the exhale. 
And finally, one last conscious breathing technique I like is belly breathing. So this is where you place one hand on your stomach and one hand on your chest and you want to bring your attention to your stomach rising. Your chest should stay pretty still. When you breathe in, notice your stomach rise and when you breathe out, you'll feel your stomach muscles engaging as you push that air out. This can take a little bit of practice. So try and get into the habit of just practicing this a couple of times a week or a day or whatever works for you. And then when it comes to that anxious moment, really being able to get a good hold on that belly breathing that will stop you breathing too high up. These short kind of breaths that we do in our chest when we're anxious, bring that breath down to the belly. Nice, long, deep breaths um, that can help you relax. So I really hope that this has been helpful. It's been helpful for me. I already feel quite relaxed just talking about it. And I think, you know, this is, this is it. When I say about labeling your emotions, sometimes just saying, you know, I'm really anxious about this situation and that's okay. It's normal to feel anxious. Um, And this is my plan. This is, I've got some perspective on this and this is what I'm going to do moving forward. I think that using a combination of these methods can be really, really helpful. So the next time I speak to you, I will be a TEDx speaker. I really, really can't wait. I'm I'm hoping it's excitement. It's definitely excitement. Um, Let's hope I don't collapse on stage. (laughs) And I will see you again very soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.